Hey, 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 you guys. Welcome back to the You Can Be You in Network Marketing Podcast. I am your host, Lori Irvin, and I am excited for today's episode because this is a question that I get asked a lot, and I see a lot of um, people doing this in the network marketing industry, in the social selling industry, and I see a lot of people doing it well, but I see even more people doing it kind of messy, and I have so many sides, I feel like there's so many sides to this conversation, and so I'm just going to like go on a little rant, and my hope is that you take from it whatever you need from it, and you get all the information because I'm sure there's some of you that are considering it and there's some of you that are already partway down the road, but hopefully this is useful to you. So today we're going to talk about, can you do two companies at one time or even just the conversation? Can you have more than one company underneath your kind of brand umbrella? And so here's the thing. We have kind of all seen those people that have like six different companies that they represent and they're posting for all of them. And it feels like they're continuously selling to you, right? Because the truth is, if you are with a number of different companies, there's always going to be a sale going on, always going to be a promotion going on. And this used to be something that I was like really, really against, this used to be something that I didn't believe was possible to build. And I see it a little bit differently now. In fact, I really do think there's a lot of really good ways and good reasons to have more than one company. But I also want to kind of make sure that you don't go into this blind, that you go into this making sure that this, this, this decision, that it aligns with the goals that you have. Um, inside of your business, inside of the brand that you're building. So let me just kind of like tell you what some of the negatives that I see attached to it is. Number one, um, more companies doesn't necessarily mean more income because if you're selling to the gr same group of people, there is a chance that they only have so much money to spend or that they only have so much money they're going to spend with you. So sometimes you're spreading your sales out amongst the different companies that you represent. So sometimes if you have big goals in one company and you're really going for it inside one company, sometimes taking on another company is actually going to hinder your sales in the company that is your main priority. Now, that's not obviously always the case, but that is one thing that I've seen come up. Number two, my other reason why it's not always my favorite is that sometimes it can be really challenging to grow inside of multiple companies, like grow a team, grow an organization only because of the way some network marketing companies are set up. Um, a, sometimes it's going to be against your comp plan to go past a certain level of leadership inside of one company. Um, I don't love when a company tries to control your paycheck by um, doing that, especially at lower levels of leadership. I, for one, feel like that's a really great big red flag for me within a company. Like I've seen people that aren't making more than $500 and their company is essentially blocking them from doing any other company, bringing in extra income. And I feel like that is really, really wrong. Um, because at the end of the day, $500, $250 or thousand or 5,000, whatever that is for you, sometimes that's not enough income to sustain the life that you desire to build. And sometimes you are maximizing the opportunity in one company and you need to grow a little bit more and look for other, um, income opportunities. However, um, because of some, the way some companies are set up, it can be really challenging to grow into two, right? Even put away your PMP aside, um, 
you maybe have to hit certain sales goals every month. You maybe have to hit certain volume goals, team goals. You only are one person. And so there's only so many events that you can run, conversations that you can have. So if you have really big goals inside of one company, while there may be low dangling fruit by offering, and I always used to say, rather than starting every single company under the sun and signing up, because a lot of times it's that people sign up for the starter kits and stuff. I always used to say that rather than doing that, look for ways that you can support um, another woman or another entrepreneur, like party swaps, order swaps, VIP group swaps, those kinds of things. But again, I'm going to tell you all the ways that I think that you can do this in a moment. I just want to make you really, really aware that like, more, like it doesn't, it's not going to mean the same amount of work. There's going to be more that you have to do when you take on these more companies. And I want you to get really specific about what your goals are inside of each. Now, um, I used to feel, feel that way when I sold something that I started at zero with every single month, right? When I was in the jewelry and accessory bucket, now that I'm in a consumable for me, I can see kind of the other side of the coin. I can see how one thing can grow quite naturally, quite organically, and how it can be scalable and stackable when it's a consumable because it just grows over time. And I can see how along with a consumable, how it could actually be fairly simple to grow more than one business at a time. And so now it's something like I, I with experience comes perspective, right? Um, however, I, like, I think you got to know what your goals are, right? Like, is there a specific company that is your main focus? Is there a company that you're really just doing it for content or connections or whatever that looks like? I do know some um, individuals that are signed up with a company um, simply because it's really great content in their VIP group and they're using the products anyways, and it's a little bit of additional income. However, a lot of companies, like all comp plans are not considered the same. So you you do at the end of the day need to look at like where's your bread and butter where's what's the company that makes you money and you do need to audit your activities and your energy and ask yourself is the is the energy and the content and the space and whatever that I'm putting over here into this company that's you know bringing me a hundred dollars a month is that worth taking away from what I'm building over here that I have big dreams goals and aspirations for that could potentially make me thousands and thousands of dollars a month. This answer isn't going to be the same for everybody, right? But if you are going to embark on selling more than one thing at one time, then you have to make sure that it makes sense for you and it makes sense for your audience, right? We are not Walmart. So we are not just an umbrella for everything under the sun. Um, we want to make sure that we are building a powerful personal brand that can support anything that we want to do. Okay. And it doesn't have to just be network marketing. You could become an affiliate for different things. Like you could become an Amazon affiliate and make an Amazon storefront that, um, that where you just link some of your personal recommendations that make sense inside your brand, right? Like, so one of my brand elements, um, and something that I talk about a lot is books. So it would make a lot of sense. And it, incidentally is on my to-do list, but you guys, that to-do list sometimes is so astronomical that I haven't gotten to it yet. And again, I always preach to make sure that you are focusing on your main priorities. And I know this isn't going to be a main income driver for me. So it is something that's been on the back burner for now. But I talk a lot about books. So one of my goals is to have a storefront with books that I would recommend that people can scoop using my Amazon affiliate link. Easy 
easy, right? And maybe I'll do um, a little video like synopsis of the books, my takeaways, all that. Who knows what, like when I have, you know, extra time would can come from there, but that's something that would very easily and naturally fit into the brand that I'm building because it's something that I'm talking about anyways, that could drive more income. The same can be said for taking on another um, network marketing company. For instance, um, I know a lot, a lot of the women in my world, since I joined Trinan, who are already in health and wellness and on health and wellness journeys through different companies, whether that would be Epicure or Norwex or a couple other different companies, they were on those journeys anyways, and they desired to have these products inside their life and they were using them anyways. And so why not share it and create another stream of income made a lot of sense for people. But again, because it was already something that would fit into their story and the brand that they were building, every single thing that matters to you, that gets to be a part of your brand if you desire it to be, right? Any single thing that you want to share with the world um, speaks to something like a different aspects of like who you are, what you believe in, that can have a piece inside of that umbrella. And so that's when it might make sense to have multiple companies. And, but you need to figure out like, what does that look like? And I think sometimes we just jump into things without intentionally thinking through. And in the last episode, we talked about social media strategy. So if you are going to embark in the journey of having more than one company, I want you to take some intentional time and ask yourself what that looks like, right? What does that look like on Instagram? What does that look like in your VIP group? What does that look like in your stories? What does it look like on your personal Facebook profile? So that you can go into it, not just posting and hoping for the best, but asking yourself, how do I want to show up and share these products? And you can create like an actual plan and map that out for how you're going to socially sell. So for instance, I'll give you an example. Um, One of the gals on my team, amazing, amazing leader. She just like felt like, you know what? I use Epicure all the time. And I, I often share my meals all the time. And, and, you know, it's funny because I will see this inside of people's content, VIP group or personal profile, whatever you want to say. And I'll automatically think to myself like, oh, she should also be promoting and selling this because she's doing it anyways. A lot of times they are just referring and they'll do referrals to other people. And I think that's, that's super powerful too. But um, so she thought, you know what? I'm going to sign up for Epicare. How do like and ask me like, you know, how do I how do I integrate this in? And I said, well, what if you just share what you're having for dinner every single day at at like 4 p.m. or 5 p.m. or whatever that is? Um, when I was doing Stella and Dot, I also took on silver icing and it felt really natural because Stella and Dot at one time um, had clothing inside of their line and it was really, really popular with my customer base. And then they started to see that it wasn't a profitable business model for them. They weren't making a lot of money even though their customers were really interested in it, they tended to, I think they really lost money in that bucket. And I could be wrong, but that's what it looked like from the outside. Um, So when they started to shorten what they were offering in terms of clothes, I found that my customers uh, were lacking for something. And I thought, okay, silver icing adds a very natural um, addition to my brand and to what I share inside my VIP group. And so I decided to become a silver icing stylist. Now, 
I will tell you that I was very clear with myself and with anybody else what my goals were inside Silver Icing. And that was to earn, like to have a discount and to earn credits. In fact, I never drew a paycheck from Silver Icing. All I ever did was take, and I mean, I did earn money, but kind of in a roundabout way, what they would let you do is take your money that you earned each month and just kind of pay for orders as they came up in the month. And that's all I would ever do. I never made more than like a couple or a few hundred dollars a month, but I still love that because it allowed me to shop for free. It allowed me to give my customer base something that they loved. It was one piece of content that I could share every day and it fit really naturally and easily into what I was doing. And I did that until it didn't make sense anymore. Um, and so what I did is I kind of set up a structure. What does that look like inside of my social media strategy? And I said to myself, like, I'm going to keep this contained inside my VIP group because that's who I really want it for. And I'm not grow. I'm not actively growing this business. I do not have big goals, all those things. So I basically did one post a day, every day at 7 p.m., like clockwork, people started to know when to expect it. And sometimes I would layer in a little bit more if there was something that I loved and I wanted to share or whatever that looked like, or there was a sale or whatever it looked like. But it was really, really easy. But only because I went in with intention and it made sense inside of the brand that I had been building for years. And I was an avid shopper of silver icing for years before I ever became a stylist. So it was something that really naturally, it went, it went very easily, right? So that's the way that that could work. So I think it's all about the intention, right? Like when the intention is to make a quick buck and it's just because you think, well, if they'll buy that, they'll buy that too. Like, I don't know that that is the right reason to, to sign up for another company. I think when you're like super passionate about something, you're sharing something anyways, you feel like it's a natural extension of your brand. And so it could be an additional stream of income that you would love to share with the world then it makes sense, right? Or if you're using a product anyways, and you're like, you find yourself re referring and recommending and like, blah, blah, blah. It, sometimes it's going to make sense to do like to play hostess and earn yourself a bunch of free credits. Sometimes it's going to make sense to grab your own account so that you can make um, an additional stream of income. But by and large, what I want you to keep in mind is that you want to build a brand that will encompass all of you. And this is all the more reason to step away from building a brand that is based solely around our companies, right? Where you're just a representation of your company and that's all you are. This is why we build personal brands so that we can grow and do anything that we want, anything that makes sense to us and anything that makes sense inside of our brand and to our ideal customers. You can go and wrap, like you will see like the, the average social seller or affiliate, like a, like a professional affiliate out there, they don't just have one product. They have multiple products, multiple discount codes, and they build a very, very big audience, right? Who would buy anything that they recommend. That's what an affiliate does or like a true full-time social seller. And so there's no reason why you can't do something like that inside of your brand as well. But you're going to need to ask yourself what that looks like on social media, how it all lays out and how it all can fit in to make sure that you really are like prioritizing your goals inside of the different companies that you sign up with. Some kind, like it wouldn't have made sense if I said to myself, I only want to make a discount. I don't really care. Like I, and I just want to offer like a little bit of content to my people and um, some free credits. It wouldn't make sense for me to make 90% of my content around silver icing. 
because I knew the comp plan was never really going to pay me back in spades, but like the credits were amazing. But if I had have allowed it to take over everything that I was selling, then I wouldn't have been prioritizing what I was truly building. So hopefully that makes sense to you. Um, and I would love to hear from you. Do you have more than one company? Have you been able to successfully and easily integrate this into the business that you're building? One of the reasons that I preach building your brand is so that if anything changes inside of your company or anything changes inside of your life, that you are able to shift and pivot and take it somewhere else um, and do whatever you want with the personal brand that you're building. Building a personal brand gives you options, gives you freedom. Becoming simply a representation of your company makes you, you know, puts handcuffs on you and makes you um, have to follow everything, you know, it makes you kind of like a um, captive to what your company does and grows and builds and all the fluctuations and changes. And I want you to be in control of the business that you're building. And one of the ways to do that is to create your own personal brand. So you guys, if you are not following me yet on Instagram, make sure you are. Give me a little shout out and let me know if you've listened to this episode. If you have more than one company, let me know if you had any aha moments during this episode. Let me know if it was useful and helpful to you. Share it with your team, share it with whoever. I know as leaders, we often have a lot of fear around people on our teams, um, you know, growing and taking on other companies. I've had that fear in the past as well um, with people. And I think that there's a lot of ways that you can do this and you can help them do this inside of their own integrity. I think when you push them out and you alienate them for doing that, that you're only going to push that. It's like kind of like um, a girl who puts an ultimatum on a guy, right? He has to choose the other option. So I think there's ways that you can um, do this and still be in your own integrity. I think that as leaders, we shouldn't necessarily feel fear this because I think this is the way of social selling right now. So teach people how to do it successfully so that they can still have goals inside of the company that you have. That's um, that's really is my take on it. All right, you guys, I hope you're having an incredible day. Make sure you're also in the Level Up community um, over on Facebook, Level Up community for women in network marketing, because there's a lot of great stuff going on in there. And it's where I hang out on a daily basis. Love you. And I will see you inside the next episode.